Hello Rainbow Souls, welcome to the Cosmic Heart Conversation podcast where you're joined with me, Georgie Dragonfly and many divine loving souls that are expressing their true and authentic self in this now moment to bring to you information of their spiritual journey, light language and their innate ability to commune with the divine and nature and how this is all intertwined as one. In this moment, take a breath, connect all of our hearts together with this divine transmission. Hello and welcome to another Cosmic Heart Conversations with me, Georgie Dragonfly, and Marion Amel Grace. And she's now going to introduce herself. So here we go. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Marion Amel Grace. Um, I am an artist. Um, I'm also a vibrational. Um, energy worker as well and um, yeah I'm just uh, a person gliding through the cosmos creating art and putting my vibration out into the collective and uh, to help assist and lift people up into their empowerment and yeah just having a really good time being human and being on earth <laughs> I suppose um, yeah that's me hi everyone <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that having a good time on earth because that is exactly, you know, why we're even having this conversation is to remind people that we can glide through the cosmos and be here on earth. And actually it's like one of the same. And sometimes we have to go through certain things on our journey to remember that and to really embody that kind of process and that understanding. So if you feel called, where did you begin on your journey? Where did it all start? So I had hints of it actually, um, a lot in my twenties, actually in my mid twenties, um, this journey kind of um, started in this really, I mean, I grew up in a family that was very open. My mom was really open spiritually. Um, we kind of explored all sorts of different things. I was really into crystals. I was really into like my Native American family, um, my, that, that heritage and all that stuff, really explored that. Um, but it wasn't until like my mid twenties, um, I started having some pretty strong experiences um, in my dream time. And my, 
one of my roommates um, who actually spoke a couple different languages, she said, you know, you speak some weird language in your sleep. And she's like, it sounds like French, sometimes, you know, German, and sometimes it sounds, it was some, I think, um, Russian. And I, I found like, I was like, I have no idea. I'm like, I do know that I speak languages in my sleep, but I don't know. And they don't sound like anything from here. I have no idea. So it wasn't until um, I had a, a car accident and it was in 2006 and it was a near death experience. And that's, that kind of cracked me wide open. And from there, it was this series of events that ultimately led me down this path, a very uncomfortable path at first, um, because I didn't really want to accept what was happening. Um, and I had to go through a whole um, like embodiment process of really integrating with this new version of myself. And it was, um, I spent a long time trying to run away from it. And I, when I finally had stopped running, I finally came into this knowing of like, you you're gonna have you're you just need to you need to enter you need to blend with this so I started the the deep work and I continued to have the dreams in the other languages I continued to have these experiences where I was talking in my sleep and you know um I remember when I was first learning Reiki I um I would do the symbols and I found that I wanted to draw my own symbols and and uh, my Reiki teacher was uh, like, you know, no, you can't do that. These are sacred symbols and, and you have no idea what you're doing and you'll be given a symbol. And I, and I was, was like, oh, I want a symbol, you know, to come to me, you know, and um, little did I know that I'd be, my whole life would be symbols. Um, and, you know, it's, be careful what you ask for, truthfully. And, um, but I remember doing, you know, the work and, um, and I wanted to, to speak this, like, language that like it was almost like a like it was related to like the naga like related to the to the to the serpent and I really had that sense of wanting to connect to the kundalini energy but you know everyone was like at that time and you know and or the early or you know because this was around 2011 2012 when a lot of people got that call and it was like you know ooh, kundalini is dangerous you know, there really wasn't a lot out there about it. And, and um, you have to be careful. And, you know, and my Reiki teacher was very much, um, you know, always cautioning me always like, you know, it, she, she had a very different perspective on things. And I didn't always 100% agree with it. And I can tell you now, if she knew what I was doing, she'd probably be flipping a lid because um, I haven't, I don't know what happened to her. I haven't spoken to her in a very long time, but this whole speaking light language thing I know would never have been her deal. But um, I remember when I went to her about it and um, it was just like this, like, no, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't. So I ended up having um, an experience several years later where I had um, these beings come coming to me and it at first it was like very like whoa and I would they would take me out of my body and they would take me places and I would see 
as if like you and I right now, right here, I would see these things and it almost wasn't even like out of body. It was like I was being transported somewhere else. I would see these things in real time and they would speak to me in a language I understood. And it was, a lot of it was telepathic and it was this, I could feel the communication throughout every cell in my body. And a lot of it was this other language. And sometimes it was in English. And I, you know, I, I came to my mom about it because my mom and I have a really good relationship. And um, I was like, I have no idea what's happening to me. It's just, it's like frightening, but not frightening. And so um, she didn't know either. And at that time, like nobody around me knew, like, and here I was involved in this community of, of uh, you know, Reiki practitioners and people, and a lot of people who practiced uh, various different sects of witchcraft as well. And so a lot of them, you would think, you know, like they would, you know, somebody in that group would know, like, you know, the language that I, that was bringing forth that kept wanting to come out of me, but nobody at that time, it just wasn't available at that time. It just, it was there, but you know, um, you know how things work. It's like, everything kind of has to start being uncovered. And um, cause it's always there. It's just, you know, how many layers can you peel back until it begins to, until you begin to see that, oh, it's been there all along. And we just, nobody was really at that point yet. The collective wasn't really at that point yet. I don't know. I think, I think on some level, that's kind of how I feel about it now. But um, so as it went for, as I went further into it, um, you know, uh, things began to get a lot more um, that kind of, I didn't have enough support. I didn't have enough people guiding me. So I kind of had to guide myself. And at, at one point in time, it actually scared me, really scared me. And um, I pulled away from it because I was like, I have no idea what's happening. And I got this really gentle reminder of like, you know, from the other side, because I didn't have the physical support that you're going to be okay. Just um, allow the process to happen and know that at any point in time, when you feel scared, just call on that, like that, that love on that divine love call, you know, don't come from, don't call upon it in a place of fear, call on it from a place of love and needing assistance. And so I began to practice that. And um, it was, it was definitely, it was a touch and go process for me. And I had various different teachers and various different um, people, you know, as you know, a couple of years down the line, it was like, I met some, someone, a, a mentor who understood a little bit more of kind of what was happening to me. Mm. And um, the universe just kind of started guiding people in my way. And I had um, this experience where I started having these dreams where the stars were coming together and forming shapes and sh pointing arrows in the sky and coming together and pointing me in all these directions. And I'd be in the dream state, standing there looking at the stars, creating these symbols. And I, I'm like, I'd look around and I'd ask, you know, everyone, hey, do you guys see this? Do you see what's happening here? And everyone's like, nope, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, you don't see that? Those symbols? I mean, they're pointing arrows. They're telling you where to go. And, and so I'd wake up and what? You know, and then I would start having dreams about these, about stargates. Like, what? Stargates? I'm like, oh, I'm, I haven't seen that movie in forever, you know, because I was associating it with that movie, the Stargate yeah. movie. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I dreaming about 
a stargate in front of like Egypt. Why am I dreaming about these codes? What are these, co you know, I kept, all these things kept coming to me. And I started realizing that, that I had all throughout, you know, all my art from when I was, because I grew up drawing as, in, you know, all through art classes and high school and even beyond and even in elementary school, all that stuff. I had these continual symbols and, um, and they were showing up in the dream time and they were showing up. I was like, wow, you know, and I hadn't drawn in a really long time. I'd actually kind of fell into a little bit of an artist block. And I used to sing too. And, um, and I stopped singing, I stopped singing and I used to dance and I stopped dancing. And um, so I was kind of in this weird place, you know, of like, I think it was so like, I, I, I had, you know, dropped the art and dropped the music and had dropped the movement. And this, all this stuff was starting to happen to bring, really bring me back into it. And I had a, um, I was with, I was with a, um, someone I was very close with at the time. This happened a couple of years ago around, I, it was in January, I believe like three or four years ago, maybe four years ago. And um, we were sitting on a cliff, it was late at night and we were looking up at the Orion constellation. And I'd always had this real fascination with constellations, but especially that particular constellation. And um, this star, it was um, not within Orion's belt, but it was actually the star below the middle, the middle star of Orion's belt started moving. And I'm not talking about like wiggling. I'm talking like moving left, right, up, down, all around. And I'm like, I look over at my, you know, at my friend. I'm like, do you see this? And he was like, yes. I'm like, whoa. And the next thing we know, every time it would move, the stars within the belt would move with it. And it was doing this movie. It was this crazy moving back and forth and so we lost time we lost about two hours of time all I remember is seeing this thing and going what the heck and then I'm looking down and you know and and I you know at this point I you know I don't I don't do drugs so I wasn't on hallucinogens I wasn't you know and anything and I'm mentally sound I wasn't having like any kind of psychotic episodes and luckily I had a person there with me to kind of keep keep me you know like in check and kind of grounded but I was looking you know down the way and there was some other people sitting there and they did not see what was happening I was like how are these people not see because anybody would be freaking out at this point you know but I wasn't freaking out I was kind of like whoa what is happening here so we left and I took some pictures after that because I was really into photography it took some um, time lapse but or uh, um, um, is time exposed photographs of this particular property that we were on. And I felt like there were a lot of ley lines, a lot of really interesting energies on this particular mm -hmm. property. Um, and uh, I caught a, um, a shadow of a UFO, like a good old fashioned, like, you know, the circular round kind of good old fashioned kind of UFO thing. Wow. And these like crazy weird light symbols. And I was like, what is that? You know, so it was after that that things got really like catapulting me across the universe it was like you know and next thing I know I'm at work this is a couple days later I'm at work and I'm watching this video and this random video on Facebook and at the time it felt random but now I see that it wasn't and it was this woman speaking this language but she called the language of angels 
and I just stood there going like here I am you know at work I'm in the back on a break and I'm looking at my phone and she's doing this live and um, I don't like I said I have no idea how I even came across her page because we were not even Facebook friends Mm -hmm. and um, it lit as she's speaking to this you know every I felt these pulses and these waves go through every part of my body so strong that I ended up backing up into a wall and which surprised me I was like whoa where am I you know and I was just I couldn't believe what I was hearing and so I'm like what is this you know and you know she says you know this is the light language I'm like what so I proceeded to try to find light language at at that time believe it or not there was not that much out there there weren't all the the groups that were on Facebook, there were there were no light language groups at that time. I think there was one, 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 and um, that I found, and um, that was even like later down the line. But at that time, like even in the you know these uh, Facebook spiritual groups, there was nothing. What year nothing. was this? Um, two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen, right? Yeah, because I remember looking up light language on YouTube in 2017 and I found a documentary which I can't find again I just had one documentary and then one woman talking about it a little bit it was such a short video she had some it was more the drawing she was just showing all the symbols on the page and that was it at that time that's all I found on it anyway yeah 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 it was not available so I (laughs) I I'm like, what am I going to, you know, what, you know, what is, so I shared it with my mom and I was like, started sharing it with my mentors or you know, Just pause I don't know where I went. We went a little bit guys. It's okay. <laughs> it kicked me out or I don't know the if energy. it was my internet or what. It's the energy. <laughs> Bringing it through. I'm so sorry. It's all good. Okay, so where did I where did I leave off of? <laughs> well, we were talking about we couldn't we, well, there wasn't like a massive load in 2018 of light language, but yet you had all this. So you spent quite a long period of time, not yeah. actually, um, you know, knowing what you were doing. You were speaking this language for such a long period of time, just trusting and going with that. Obviously, having your doubts, yeah. but you really are such. It's amazing to you know, you have that level of self-awareness with it, um, you know, for all those years and then only to find it in 2018, someone else speaking it. Yeah. So that was when the everything, like I had done, like all the, you know, I had gone so far, you know, like with, with, with all this stuff. And then it was like, all of a sudden that presented itself, came into it. And then, everything that surrounded me like I don't want to say it just all fell away all all the things that didn't that didn't work with it that didn't things that weren't going to support me in that things that were not um helpful in any shape way or form all went away and not in a bad way it went away in a very good way and 
Um, I, I saw exactly what was happening. I saw that um, it was even deeper. It was a deeper level of healing. And for me, and that first year, when I finally came into that, you know, like understanding of what was happening and became fully like started speaking it out loud. Um, I took that entire year of healing, purging, um, exploring, and just, I mean, just really exploring, exploring everything and practicing and realizing I had been doing it for so long mm -hmm. and, you know, practicing every day. Like it was like, you know, I was practicing, like doing it in the mirror and like, you know, cause I wanted to see, you know, like when I move my hand this way and I make this sound, it goes through my whole body. And so I taught myself, I went through this whole process of teaching myself, Jamie Price, I came across her stuff um, because someone had sent me her stuff and it just so happened that she was doing this class. And so I was like, oh my goodness, I need, there are, wait, there are other, there are groups, large groups of people that are doing this and I need to meet these people. So I, I, I did it. I went to her thing in Sedona and that was in um, 2019, I believe. Was it in 2019? It was, it was either, I think it was in 2019, her uh, light language, the language of light course thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't go so much because I needed to open up to it. I need, I went because I wanted to connect and I also wanted to understand more and a deeper level. Her book helped me a lot. It helped me a lot, mm -hmm. like really helped me a lot, like deep down. And you know, everybody has that one book that they read about that one thing that they're into that really just hones it in, screw, you know, core to the core. Cool. And for me, that's what brought it home. Mm -hmm. And so when I met her, oh, it was this amazing to be with like, you know, it was like 50 of us and I was home. I was like, oh my goodness, you know, and watching her over three, a three day period of how she was teaching everybody to open up to this. I walked through that journey all by myself and I was watching, like, I was like, oh my, she's taking people through the same process that I went through oh my goodness, this is amazing, you know? And like, this is what I want to do. You know, this is, I want to open people up to this, you know? And so <laughs> that was like, as with all of us, like, you know, and this journey, we, we, we want to open everybody else to it. You know, we want to, we want people to be able to experience what we're experiencing. We want people to be able to express themselves in this, in this beautiful way. And, and what I found through this journey is that it is this, because I did a lot of inner child work too around um, even before all of this but like especially around all this was that connecting into this language of the of the soul of the heart like was also tapping into this inner child because as children we are very creative and we believe in in magic and fairies and unicorns and you know the magic of life and um just everything is magical and light language is that it, it taps you into that childlike innocence and it mm -hmm. brings forth all the creativity it brings forth all the different arts and it's like it is an art in itself it's like no matter what you do light language will bring you to 
it will bring you to the core of who you are and allow you to express all the things from all lifetimes because it will help you heal and you know um like bring in all these different aspects that you've been calling for through all your lifetimes little bits and pieces of you that you've left here and there whether it be this lifetime you know places where you've left your energy or other lifetimes or you know whatever it is you know that you you know where wherever it is that you've existed other than here and whether that's simultaneous or you know whatever you can call those pieces in and bring all that stuff home to 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 here and and then you begin to integrate with it and it can be it can be a very difficult process but you don't have to do it alone you know and so that was the whole thing was like you know really being around all these people for that were going through the same journey and to watch them go through this the same thing that I had gone through and it for me it was like I no one will be alone in this process no one should be alone in this process and um so I got to meet you know and I'm still friends with all these people like all of those people we're all still connected and we've all grown so much and it's leaps and bounds some of us you know um and uh it's just been this like ultimate like ultimate like I'm I'm I love watching people I'm I'm a great observer and it's just been the most beautiful process that I've been able to witness and I feel like I got to really I I see get to see like myself and others. And I really feel like I'm here to help people like bridge that gap, like you are doing, you know? And I think that, um, you know, just really assisting people that are going through this process and realize that you can do this in a very grounded way. You can do this in a very supported, grounded way that there are people out there that can, that can help you, you know? And just to have that trust and faith in yourself and in your team. And that can be a lot to ask of yourself even, you know, Um, and it can be very scary at times, but that's, you know, why it's like, I love kind of sharing that process that I went through because it was really scary at times and I didn't always have the support. But when I started really, you know, um, the universe really like source, whatever it is, source, God, universe stepped in, star family, myself, I don't know, you know, it it just, whatever it was stepped in and was like, just, just, it's like that trust fall, you know, (laughs) like allowing yourself to trust fall. But you're already falling back into yourself, aren't you? You know, this is that we are multidimensional and that's really what we're becoming and understanding but bringing that information in so the human is becoming aware of that so it's the 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 human is now aware basically because it's already always been there it already is and it's the awareness of that and i i wanted to ask you actually if you have had what have been the experiences that you've had that you know of that doubt of that kind of not feeling fully anchored in or or embodying that experience and that knowing and how you really discovered uh maybe some techniques 
some methods maybe that you either got downloaded to you or you just discovered through the journey what you've actually been doing to practice that so at times when i um in order to kind of so when i okay so i'll start with um um i really felt called to when things kind of felt out of control breath always coming back to the breath breathing is very important um and uh using like every day like getting up you know in the shower every day connecting really you know i use the old technique of like dry bathing and connecting to the ground that i that i learned through uh my reiki practices but anybody can do those the, the dry bathing and connecting and grounding um that was really important uh connecting to working um in the dirt uh connecting through when i had a hard time like you know in the times that um i spent three months working outside in this redwood grove to really because i was i mean it was it was a couple months of like some great i couldn't hang with what's what was happening almost so i i was like it's time to go outside and it's time to clear out my redwood grove I need to clear out this redwood grove. That's how I'm going to get through this process. And I did, I was out there every single day, you know, uh, clearing out something that hadn't been cleared out in 40 years. And it was that connection to getting in the dirt and being around the spiders and the scorpions and the, you know, and all this stuff. And I actually found a, um, um, a full skeleton of a um, coyote that had rested in the redwood in an ancient redwood grove or um, a hollowed out uh, tree and um, finding that was really cool and um, and so I just began to realize that like remaining grounded I really needed to get grounded I started you know using um, you know um, really grounding like essences as far as like you know like patchouli and you know um, stuff like that but but really what helped me to really bring this stuff in was um, movement and breath is what has really helped me to embody and to integrate into the energies. And also just kind of not everybody can, I understand that not everybody can meditate and I'm not a great meditator per se, but um, meditation isn't necessarily about sitting there with no thoughts in your head either but it is about like sitting there and witnessing yourself and you don't have to keep your eyes closed. You don't even have to do anything like that, but it's about sitting there and going, I'm here right now, having an experience of sitting here on the ground and witnessing. It's like, it's becoming conscious of what's in front of you, becoming conscious of your thoughts and consciously breathing. So for me, it's the consciously breathing um, and, and really like, I do a lot of it in my um, light language transmissions too. It's, it's the, you know, bringing in the breath, shooting it out and dropping in. And it's all about really like connecting to your body and connecting to the earth. And I always ask permission to, before I connect to the earth, I don't know why, but I ask, you know, that permission of, is it okay to connect and, um, and connecting with, with, you know, trees. And if you don't have trees or dirt or wherever, or nature, a, a, actually a bowl of dirt <laughs> works really great for that. Um, and I found that, um, you know, uh, really connecting with parts of my body too, like connecting with my feet. I got into massage therapy 
um, to really like, you know, um, connect with my own body. Um, I became a massage therapist as well. So I was doing that on top of all this stuff and um, really getting to know like, you know, various like, you know, parts about if I touch this part and that part, well, it helped ground me various different, like, you know, I got into Qigong, um, those, even those movements, you know, just, and moving the energy and moving the chi and, you know, just the idea of bringing in, you know, from, from the heaven and from earth and having to meet in the middle. And I mean, a lot of it was very visual. So that, that those were some of, those are some of the things that I continue to practice. And I have like certain you know, mantras or certain things that I will say sometimes, but a lot of it all boils down to the breath yeah. for me. And, it's quite and in those moments, you say, sorry, the, the movement as well as just intuitive breath, because that's not some mm-hmm. typical breath that you can really get taught. Um, that, that style of breath work that just seems to come in. Do you think it's a kind of a, a, even a dialect, would you say, from like an aspect? I do. So I, for some reason, feel like when I bring through the breath stuff, it is, it's related. It is a form of, of communication. And I, I haven't, because when I bring it through, it actually comes through a Syrian aspect of myself. Um, it's a very, um, it's a very shamanic type aspect. Um, I don't, uh, I'm not going to say I'm a shaman or anything like that, but it is a very shamanic aspect that comes through and it's a, and, and brings that breath through and it really grounds people when I use it. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's the thing about like, that's the, that, that, that breath stuff is very, if you watch other people do like, like the tribal stuff, you'll see how they really use breath. And really like, you know, um, use um, even just like the facial expressions and like the lion's breath and the, and that like shooting the breath, you'll see various tribes using those in their practices to ground in the magic that they're bringing through, you know, and it's, I mean, and, and doing that stuff barefooted, that's, that's where it's at. Like you get out there and you stomp the earth, you know, um, with your feet. But, uh, another really good practice too, is, um, using your hands and hitting the earth. Um, and I use, I do that a lot in my yogic practice Mm -hmm. and, um, and you activate the, um, the, um, navel chakra and you just, you know, you, um, you hit the earth and you, you pulse in because that activating those lower chakras, is just as important as activating the higher ones. And in fact, you know, a lot of people forget that like you can have these activated all day long, but if you don't have those lower chakras too, it's actually, you'll receive more from having that groundedness. Um, so when, when, the, when the channel is flowing properly and all things are, are online and open and you're receiving from both you know, the earth and the cosmos, and bringing that into the center and then bringing it through your entire body and then consciously breathing. It's like, if you forget anything, just that right there, that, that is the magic. That is what brings everything in and allows you to like, no matter what you're, if you're going through fear or if you're going through, you're bringing in something really big, a very big energy, 
it's that breath and you can use the hand movements too to you know to really like I look at this as like centering and then grounding and it's like and then expanding you know and creating that with your hands the toroidal flow too you know there's a lot to visualization there's also a lot to physical movement and dance if you can't get any of that move move and dance get like just that movement will get you grounded and help you embody singing will help you embody as well so those are my practices like in every day you know, I'm, I'm trying to like, you know, I, I use my light language every single day for myself, um, and my clients as well, but, um, it's all about, um, you know, using that, use it in your everyday life. If you want to, you know, have it, um, cause it is a part of you. And, um, and if you want it to become, you know, like this, this, it's an everyday practice. So then that way, when things begin to happen and things, you know, you're used to carrying that energy because it expands you and then you can, carry more light within your body so that's that's my those are my like suggestions i hope that, that answers that. that's <laughs> brilliant that's brilliant that sounds you know i'm sure that there'll be people right now writing notes and if they if they aren't then go back and listen so you can write some notes there because there's some really beautiful ways that we can you know really ground and practice even bringing forward light language so for those that um, you know, might not be speaking it yet or moving and, and uh, whatever mean and modality of or way we can express light language, because a lot of people are sort of actually eager to express and they're still looking for that avenue of how they can do it. And for me personally, I think maybe it is about being really connected into our bodies and the earth that actually enables it to um, flow that that's my perception is because we're i think something you said actually uh, further at the beginning about the really working on your inner child and i think that's a real key to um understanding uh, how we can bring through the light language because it is a natural ability and i've always said um even actually not necessarily that it's the inner child it's the innate child it's the child that it's that innate part of us that is the playful the, the creative being that's always there but when we go through these different constructs it gets suppressed but if we didn't have that suppression at all it, it'd always be there it wouldn't it wouldn't grow up it, it's not even it's not it's ageless it's this but we are so thinking we need to go and reclaim it where when we were children because that's where it was at its purest and it untainted <laughs> um so i thought that was really beautiful what you said there and all those things that you're doing is you're expressing your innate you're being childlike which many people probably not saying many but i think a vast amount of people that are maybe either seeking the light language or, or seeking something that they're not sure what it is yet is that inner child it is that innate part of themselves and where they can reclaim it is i'm guessing what the practices that you're taking on is that free movement free expression to sing and express in creativity art all things that really just bring us back into 
a real natural state of being. Yeah. Would you say so? Yeah. Um, you know, it was interesting because for me, the, you know, connecting with my, with that inner child was where I always go back to is when I was this little girl, you know, um, who believed in, you know, uh, Pegasuses and unicorns. And, and I had, I had a pony at the time. And I really go back to that, like that time of like, you know, um, make believe and, um, you know, uh, just, you know, cause I was living out, you know, in, 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 in a farm and we had, you know, chickens and, and, you know, all sorts of stuff. And I had this like old Shetland pony and, you know, and it's, it was that time where I had, you know, um, there were other kids that lived on the property. Cause we were, you know, kind of, it was this large property where, you know, with a bunch of like, you know, kind of barn type houses on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of, there was a group of us that kind of like all hung out with each other and, you know, and we, you know, we played like little house on the prairie, you know, kind of, you know, wore little skirts and rode ponies bareback and played in the mud. And, you know, and, uh, you know, even with the chickens, you know, I love chickens. And so I would like, we would go out into the chicken pen and we would become chickens, you know, and then, you know, we would like, you know, run around with all, all the, you know, my pony, my friend's pony, and we would pretend that we were, you know, unicorns and, it, it was, you know, it was like about tapping into that, you know, into those moments and experiences as a kid of like, you know, being one with, with nature, being one with the magic. And I used to draw unicorns and dragons and, and, um, fairies. And I even did when I was in high school, you know, like I was looking up a bunch of my old, um, artwork and I could, I was like, oh my gosh, I used to draw druids, um, crystal balls, uh, you know, and I, you know, had all these symbols and all these things. I found one of my old sketchbooks and was like, whoa, I mean, this is just, you know, so not only tapping into the little kid, but also into the teenage version of myself, that that part of myself that went from make-believe in trying to transition into the adult world. And I really held on to certain aspects of that all, even through high school, And, um, you know, because a lot of my friends were also into like anime and like fairies and stuff like that. So we, we were like the weird kids, you know, we were, we were the, you know, the weird, you know, um, I never played Dungeons and Dragons, but friends of mine did. And, you know, so there was this, you know, I tap into that too, of keeping, you know, um, trying to really hold on to the magic of all of that. And I never stopped believing in these things because. I don't know, there was somewhere deep inside of me, I knew these things existed, you know? And so when, when the light language stuff came through and I realized that like, oh, it's not just galactic. It's like, it's like fairy realms and fae and oh my goodness, you know? And I started communicating with, with mushrooms and, you know, like <laughs> all these different little, you know, creatures and I figured out like certain fairies you know I didn't you didn't want to invite into your home because they would cause havoc you know and like so I had to remember like you know I started really getting into touch with like you know even the gnomes and like you know all this stuff I was like oh my gosh it's not just galactic it's everything it's communicating with water it's communicating with nature it's communicating with magical creatures in these other realms you know and so it would it just really brought like it brought that whole thing of like 
you know, I knew I was right when I was a kid that all this stuff was real, you know? And so it was like this validation for me of like, magic is real, you know? <laughs> and so I, I just, I really feel like that's, you know, that's what this all did for me was it just, it like brought everything kind of, I don't know, it fullness, wholeness. It brought a wholeness to everything. And I found a really grounded way to do it. And I'm really grateful that I was, I'm, I'm so intuitive in my own knowing that I was able to, to connect to these things and bring these things in through a really grounded way. Cause, um, you know, I, 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 at times would get a little ungrounded about it and see what that would do to my energy. And that wasn't fun. That wasn't fun at all. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a really amazing, beautiful process and a very expansive. And I just, I look, I look at it all and it just, it's so it's, it's been, it's fun. It's fun. Some, it may not always feel fun at the time, but it is a really fun experience. And like, we get to go back to that, you know, go back to that magic does exist, you know, and like all those people that told me it wasn't true. It's true. You know, like that kind of thing. It's like, I told you so, you know, cause those people now that made fun of me are like, so, um, this thing's happening to me. And I'm like, Welcome to my world. How can I help? <laughs> I love that. I love that. And it's true because, you know, I mean, there might you could have some people who could possibly listen to this and think, well, it's true for you because, you know, you're experiencing it. And it's like, yeah. But when you look at this community that we're even creating, and this is again why, you know, we're having this podcast conversation. Because, and I'm listening, I've listened to all three of the people I've interviewed so far. And you all have there's all this synchronicity, including my own experience with how we've connected, what we've been like when we've been children and how that journey has evolved. And it's showing that synchronicity, which really shows those that feel unsure, unsure with their own experience. It allows them to then go, OK, here's my synchronicity. Look, this is relatable. It's not imaginary. It is happening. It exists in my experience. Therefore, it is real in this experience and it's it's allowing that and honoring that and it allows it then to become embodied in the human experience because if we're just constantly thinking it's just out there somewhere else then then it's not really embodied in this human experience isn't it so it's it's about understanding that for here and um again making this this human experience more of a magical one in a way as well because it doesn't have to be that you know, unicorns only only exist in like a different realm and, and mermaids, you know, these things can exist in this reality, but we have to make it that way. We It's about our belief system and about us being open and expanding our consciousness and our awareness, should I say, of the consciousness, of those various consciousnesses even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh, I also wanted to touch upon, um, your your current codes that you're making because they are very beautiful and we, we were talking actually before we started about how they're really uh there's information there for everybody to really receive and they're again about the elements aren't they mm -hmm. 
Mm. Yeah. So um, it's about, um, I really wanted to connect with the cardinal interruptions and everything that was associated with them and give honor to them actually. Um, because there's not only an animal aspect, there is a mineral aspect, there is an element, there are colors, there are seasons, there are so many things associated with, with the directions. And they're all, I mean, they're all representations of each other, really. It's like, so I wanted to really bring through the, um, the spirit of, of these directions, these, bring in these elements, um, allow people to connect with the elements in a um, energetic way, in a code way, you know, bringing through that code, um, the light language writing um, to really, really um, feel into like right now, I just finished East and that's the element of air. And the one before that was North. And so, um, and tapping into, tapping into those, those elements, really getting to know, um, so it was like, and earth is, earth is north. So really tapping into um, the earth element, seeing the geometry behind it, the colors associated with it, the animals associated with it, like all that stuff. So um, I will have two more. Um, so it's um, west and south will be the other two. I've not, um, I haven't started on those yet, but yeah, I wanted to create that for everyone to be able to see and connect because there are zodiacs that are associated with um, the directions and with the elements. There are planets that are associated as well. I mean, it's everything really truthfully is like interconnected. So, um, and there are certain, even in like Chinese medicine, there are actually like the elements within our body, um, you know, uh, even in Ayurvedic practices. So really connecting to the elements goes way back. I mean, it's, it's, you know, so I really wanted to bring that through in my artistic expression. And, um, and that's, that's, that's one of the cool things about uh, light language is that it, for me, was that it opened me back up as an artist and allowed me to create these beautiful, beautiful codes and bringing them through. So, um, you know, however it comes through for people at some point in time, you will, you will start creating this way as well. Um, and um, for me, uh, when I bring these through these art pieces and these elements, I get to really connect with all the things. Like I, I find that for me using um, light language is this, it, it, it's almost like a connector. It's like I took my plug and plugged it into something else and I get to connect to this thing, you know? And so I, when I bring through the information, that's the process of embodiment for me. And I have to give it time. I, I do it in, in increments so I can take it one chunk at a time. And I find just even the process of just, before I even lay down the actual like symbols, there's, a, I, I'm, I'm the whole time I'm connecting to, to various different, aspects and animals and different languages and the whole time I'm I'm in my own world and I start speaking my you know the language of light as I'm doing it and and I feel like all artists that paint or draw that's I mean that's something that I feel like all artists do and they may not understand it you know because I know friends of mine that don't 
necessarily do light language, but do art. And they're like, oh yeah, I always do this like crazy weird thing with tapping and I've got to do these things with my fingers. And then Mm -hmm. I get like, you know, kind of in this movement as I'm creating and, you know, and I, I feel like that's, you know, on some level, like that's, you know, any artistic creative person, we're all doing some form of light language, whether or not we recognize that. So Mm. yeah, it's sure. I know some like I was looking at uh, Simon and Garfunkel's um, like their I don't know it was like just a documentary about their journey and it was like they I think they know they know but they don't really articulate it like really like how we would but it's still you know they were doing recordings in these churches and like sacred places and you know the sounds that are coming through and you know, there might be songs that everybody can listen to. It doesn't, it's not like a different dialect, but the frequency that's emitting is like, (laughs) yeah. Tapping into those frequencies. That's the thing is like, you know, when we go to these places and we can, I love it because, you know, it's like, I mean, it's accessible for everyone and to really tap in and bring through those energies. And that's why, what I find like, you know, um, going to various different locations and really feeling the the energy and doing you know a transmission whether it be for yourself or for the earth or if you want to you know take a video of it and post it and you know on social media you can do that as well i did that actually when i connected with um i went to this the sequoia national forest and i connected with the the um the the trees there and the trees there are any, anywhere between 2000 to 3000 years old Ooh. i mean <laughs> It was, it, I have the video up on my Instagram and I got to connect and I got to speak the language and I got to really, I mean, those sequoia trees are beautiful, beautiful creatures. I mean, they're, they're creatures, they're beings, you know? And um, so, yeah, so it's, it's like bringing through those frequencies. I love it. I love, I love that. I'll, I'll have to check out the uh, Simon and Garfunkel thing. I really I really like them. So yeah, it's a really interesting documentary. You know how they word things in their journey. It's yeah, and that, and I'm fascinated about the trees. I'm gonna have to go back on your Instagram and have a look for this video. Did you share a transmission there? I did. In fact, I shared. Um, I clipped together. I think three or four transmissions from various different trees in the park. There's even photos on there too, I believe, because um, I have the one video and then I have photos. I actually found a rock. I went off trail. I found a giant rock with a perfect circular imprint, like like it had been stamped on there. Like it was, I just stood there. Like my mom and I both were like, just could not. I mean, it was both of us were drawn to it and we just stared at it for the longest time. And, um, but yeah, there, you, you can, you can feel the energy, like what I was bringing through there. And then we had a, um, as I was connecting with one of the trees, um, this buck came out of nowhere and just, I literally had to move last second as he was jumping past me. Cause that's how close he was to me. Cause I was connecting with the tree and I was, and all of a sudden I hear this you know, these hooves. I'm like, what is that sound? And I see, and here comes this buck charging like towards me with this big rack. And I'm like, what the heck? And I went to the side as he jumped over 
And then he circled me, proceeded to circle me. And my mom was just standing there and the whole, there's a crowd of people going, oh, you know, like everybody kind of just froze and we, and watched this buck just going in and out. And I, so I had this like total complete, like magical experience there. So you have to check the video out. It's, I, it's, it's, I didn't get video of him, but, but um, you can, you'll, I think I have one part where I'm speaking and think I videoed I might have clipped that video in of where I was speaking to the deer but I'm not really sure <laughs> that's that's phenomenal and it's a little bit funny because I I got kind of like oh you know to ask you something about if you had an experience with trees it seems to be a theme that I didn't know was going to be a theme here but it clearly is because you just spoke about the trees anyway um mm-hmm. yeah so that's really amazing that you've had that that kind of experience because it just reminds people um again that anyone that listening and you know that the beings that are here that we can communicate with and and trees again because they're, they're so ancient and there's this real profound uh, like dimension that you can kind of access through through communication with them um did you find that there did you find any other beings that, that maybe reside within the trees if i know if you want to go over that that'd be good to just have a quick little (laughs) chat about the trees (laughs) yes so within the trees um what's interesting for me um connecting with trees because I love them so much um they are some of the most beautiful beings and they are all interconnected um there's a whole network just like the mycelium network um all trees are connected Redwoods, you know, they call them simper vines and, you know, and all this, um, you know, the way they connect to, because they have a whole network. Uh, Redwoods are really fascinating because they have really deep roots, but then they also have this whole root system that's actually up, like, oh, it can be about that far under the the initial dirt and it collects like, you know, rain and stuff. And it looks like a, it's crazy. It almost looks like a, like a network. It's this crazy, like, spongy looking stuff um but yes uh so with the with the sequoias it was um connecting with them they uh their sound because i can hear you know uh the sound of of the earth i can hear the hum a lot if i connect into trees um they will have their like redwoods have a certain frequency like a certain sound sequoias have a little bit of a different sound each tree kind of has a different hum but when you hear it all together, it's like this gorgeous choir. I don't know how to explain it other than that. And it's this perfect, like harmony, harmony, like a harmonization. Um, and it's, um, so I heard that connecting with them, um, the consciousness that runs through them because all it's, it's a, it is like, um, a consciousness that runs through it constantly. Like I felt it going up and out like a, you know, like a toroidal field and, you know, going up and out, up and out. And um, when I had my own experience in the dream time of becoming a tree, um, it was that it's, there are people um, or souls that want to experience um, being different things and we can because of the the way the consciousness flows through plants and trees and due to sunlight and all these different things and photons and biophotons and stuff 
um, we can actually um, become, we can be, we can spend time in a tree. We can, we can rotate, if that makes any sense. <laughs> um, our energy, we can like, I want to be a tree for a little bit and experience that. And then, and then, you know, and then you can leave on and do the next thing. And um, you can stay as long as you like, and you can leave. And so I could feel like all, like I could feel all that had ever been. And then connecting with the uh, different types of fairies. There were a couple different types that I felt. Um, I felt really tall, like really these really tall kind of lengthy, very wispy kind of fairy energy. And then I felt a, a very small, tiny little, very, very tiny almost, um, like almost like mosquito size, like really tiny little fairy energies. Um, I felt a lot of water spirits um, too. And, um, but you could also like, because we were in a park and there's, it's so, so heavily, you know, so many people going in and out. I could also feel the discomfort of a lot of the beings there um, of like, you know, there's too many people traveling in and out and, and we don't get enough rest. Um, so I, I definitely felt that as well. I was like, yeah, this, this place is experiencing a lot of, um, to, it needs a break, you know, and, but how do you tell the, you know, park national parks? So by the way, nature is having a hard time. You need to give it a break, you know? So, but she will find a way to give herself a break. And she did actually, cause it was two weeks later um, that the, that, uh, the park, uh, there was a lightning storm and it did set some things on fire. And, um, so they had to close down the whole park and I believe it, I believe it might part of it still close. So, you know, when it needs a break, it needs a break and it will, it will, um, you know, nature will take care of, care of itself, absolutely take care of itself. And I felt like I was there to really experience, you know, kind of what was happening. And I spoke, the trees and and gave them you know the language rather than me taking it was about me giving and that's how I um, have used light language is giving that communication giving the love and the frequency and giving to them rather than receiving so um and trees are just so important they're they're like the antennas of the earth I mean they because they're all connected through, you know, even, you know, deeper beyond what we're even aware of. Um, they're all connected. The whole mycelium network connects through the tree network as well. It's the original internet, you know, kind of that's, that's yeah. how I look at it, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I find that um, there are lots of gateways and um, portals and so many different things to connect with. Um, there, like anytime you're in nature or in national forests. And when I was in Shasta recently, connecting with the trees and the rocks up there, even rocks, those big giant ancient rocks, you could feel more than just creatures that like more than just like wolves or bears or deer. It was like, I felt beyond that. It was like, there were, there have been, I could feel that there had been creatures there that we don't see they're there but we don't see because our eyes can only see a certain within certain spectrums mm -hmm. but we can feel we can feel that energy and so there's a lot that goes 
on in nature more than just what you see. If you close your eyes, you know, um, and listen with your body and listen, I mean, you can listen with your ears, but it's all about listening with your body and your energy body. And you can really feel uh, what's been there, you know, and I had to learn how to do that at a young age because I was born partially deaf. And so I did not have the ability to hear very well. So that was the subtle realm was my way of communicating. So um, I encourage people when you're out in nature, I mean, getting it through the eyes is one way, but feeling into it is another. And, you know, you can put your ear up to a tree. You'll feel some stuff for sure, because they will talk to you if you ask them. Yeah. And it's not necessarily in like the words it could be in the feeling and you get the knowing and the information through that way as well doesn't it so just in yeah. case anyone's like but i didn't hear anything <laughs> it's like feel it'll feel it'll feel like something or it'll be like a telepathic it won't necessarily sound like an actual other separate voice from you necessarily it's it's individual how how we experience the communication isn't it it's really it can be very unique and different for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so, so happy that conversation came up. It's, it's absolutely divine, perfect. And, you know, that real reminder, yes, that the subtle realm is here. It's here on this, on this plane that we're existing on too. We just need to tune in and experience it in this. And I think once we start having more experience again with, you know, the beings that are here, or and you know and the subtle realm and is that then it does open you up as well to expand for the the whole of the cosmos that we can't really connect and start having communication or even like you know people are expecting visitations but we we have to be that self-aware with with every being that's here on this planet you know i think if everybody was tuned in um to that particular um you know, forest that you were that you were in, that maybe that if everyone knew that, oh, we're all kind of stressing out this part of the of the forest, let's, let's just leave it alone for a bit, you know, because we're not actually feeling it and, and knowing that we're continuing to create that cycle. And so that's what I've got from that information that you've um, shared there that, you know, as the more that everybody comes into that awareness and takes that responsibility to be um you know feeling feeling from the body from the energy body from uh, and coming from our intuition and that inner knowing will make far better decisions for every being <laughs> not just even the human beings so yeah beautiful message there that was amazing um and i'm wondering whether you actually have a, a beautiful transmission to share for everybody um yeah 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 um yeah we'll bring i'll bring through some um i'll bring through some of my my tree energy because i love my trees yeah and i i just one of the main reasons why i moved here to where i moved to is actually because of these um because of the sequoias here the young sequoias are here but because of all the trees because i'm now fully surrounded by them and um i just love nature and i really feel like right now like this was for me i needed to get up and out of the city and up and into 
um, the dirt. And um, it's interesting because where I'm at, like you can see my window right here, but that's actually the lawn right there. So I'm literally in the dirt. <laughs> like the, so I'm like so grounded. So that's what I, I love about this location. But yeah, um, we'll bring through some, bring through some um, tree energy and a message, a message from the, from the earth and maybe even some grounding energy for those that are listening. I always rub my hands together to really bring me back into my body. Sometimes I travel a little out there, but yeah beautiful mm, everyone just take a breath yeah sometimes I, I like to I, I focus my hands then down on the earth or if I'm outside I then I, I bow my head and I put my head 
onto the earth, onto the ground, or I find that high and I just, just massage my feet as well. I find that really a nice grounding because I'm like you've been a massage, massage therapist. So it's like, for me, that's really grounding practice. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. Rubbing much. the feet. Mm. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me on here. It's been so, so fun and getting to share all this, this energy and talk mm -hmm. about all these things. It's, it's, um, I just love it. So thank you. Uh, and I strongly recommend, you know, that, you know, anyone listening, just head over to Marion's, um, you know, Instagram or Facebook and um, so that you can actually see the, the artwork and the codes as well, because, you know, once you see it, you can really then feel and experience the, the information, the wisdom that's coming through. It's so, so beautiful. I don't know if you want to share just quickly where, where you can be found and, and, and your offerings as well, because you only do one-to-one -one sessions with people. Um, Marion underscore Amael underscore Grace is my Instagram and that's where you can see um, the art. You can actually, I even have videos on there of me doing some transmissions. I also have videos on there of me um, doing my art actually, some time-lapse videos. Um, there is a, um, a link there to my website because I do one-on-one um, -on -one session work um, over Zoom and in person. So I do offer uh, crystalline soul healing um, which involves light language as well. I do um, light language sessions and um, I also do Reiki sessions as well. I do use tuning forks as well within my practice. So um, hearttospirithealing.com um, is my website. Um, and even if you wanna just look at some, I have some art on there. I have my about me on there, you know. Um, yeah, if you just wanna go around and poke around at my website. And then um, I am on Facebook as well. Um, and uh, you can, it's, it's as facebook.com backslash of all things. I think I spoke about this with Nicola. It's backslash spiritual gangster. I have no idea how, I don't remember doing that because I guess you could pick at one point in time, pick your little thing for Facebook. So yeah, you can find me there um, and connect with me um, through that um, avenue as well. And then um, I do have a website um, or I do a fine art America. A lot of my prints are on there and stuff like that. If people are interested in looking on stuff that isn't on my Instagram and that isn't um, on my Facebook. Cause um, some of my, I have all, um, I have all my pieces, I think on my Instagram, but there are a few that are on the fine art America that are not on any of those. Oh, places, awesome. so. <laughs> yeah, I this, yeah. so I'm going to be heading there after this. For sure. Yeah. And we'll I'm gonna yeah. put all the links as well um on the on the link of this this address. So if you want to look, you can just click onto um the description of this podcast and you'll be able to find all of the links so that you can follow up and and keep in touch because that's really important. We wanna be linked up with all the people that are like minded and that we resonate with, and that's so important for us to assist us on our spiritual journey so it's really great that we can we can share this information and, and people can keep seeing the beautiful amazing work that you're that you're doing if we can even call it work <laughs> right <laughs> the play and the farm <laughs> yeah awesome. so thank you so so much
I'm thank sorry. you, Georgie. This has been such a beautiful experience. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who's listened. Do, you know, write a review and tell us how you got on, what you experienced. And feel free to, like, message either of us if you had anything that come up and you want to share it. You know, we'd really love to talk to you and, and connect and bring you into the spaces that will help you to share and evolve yourself, too. So... Yeah, we'll see you all very soon. Loads of love and goodbye.